Welcome to episode number 52 of About the Cards podcast live tonight on YouTube. As always, with my host, Stephen Loeffler, at Jack Wax Twins, Ben Wilson at our trading cards. And I'm Tim Shepler at Big Shep 79. We are podcast by collectors for collectors, hoping to bring you a smart, insightful podcast discussing trading card collecting live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific, 10 Central on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at About the Cards. We're available on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube. Uh, check out our website, aboutthecards.wordpress.com, where we have releases and uh, checklists and a bunch of fun stuff there. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary tonight. It's our anniversary. That's, that's not that's not how that goes. I mean, lyrically it is, but, the you know, the melody. He deserves this. He does. <laughs> He does. He. <laughs> We're on YouTube, so I have. I can't sing it the same because I don't want to get us blocked or banned or anything. So, uh, yeah, so many fun folks are here tonight. We're gonna have some giveaways throughout. We have. Uh, oh, Steph's, Steph's dying. Uh, yeah. Ben Ben's uh, had a long day, and so uh, I, I'm just pumped because I have tons and tons of series two down here in silver packs to to keep me busy tonight. So I'm very excited about that. So I'm a little amped. Oh, like yeah. yeah, so speaking uh, of those silver packs, weren't those supposed to be no series uh, update? I, I looked into it today. Update, I, I, I did, didn't somebody there was some announcement saying series two, though. Was, yeah, I, I went back, I went back and, and looked, it was update. Um, but yeah, no, so we are one of your ranch. We have plenty of giveaways going on tonight. Uh, we have uh, random.org. I don't know, I have so many people hopped in so many different ways. Um, so it's going to be fun tonight to see what happens there with the with the giveaways and uh, some of our very special listeners that have, have been with us, viewers, if you want to call them, that have been with us for so long. So we do appreciate you guys, and we'll give back uh, tonight. So we're going to get right into it. We're going to do those giveaways throughout, um, but we're going to hit the week that was last week's releases. Uh, Tops Living Week 60, was it 64? Please yeah, so. 64. Uh, no, what card 194 Ken Griffey Jr. Hall of Fame, former face of baseball card collecting of the Seattle Mariners, sold 3,800, uh, which is sad. Jeff McNeil, card 194, the rookie second baseman, sold just over 3,700. And veteran catcher Brian McCann, card 196, sold a tad bit over 3,200. Check out at Top Stat. At living at Top's living stat for a full breakdown of where to find these cards where they fall respectively in the set by team and position. Um, we also had 2019 Top's Finest launch, 1819 Upper Deck SP Authentic, and then 2019 Panini Luminance Football. Guys, were you shocked by the very low number? I think Griffey puts him like at 25 overall, but uh, the Heat even cracked 8,400. I think we were all predicting 10K. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think we were all kind of saying, or at least I know I did, so I'll speak for myself. Like eleven to thirteen, you know, I think was reasonable. It's on the higher end after the insane top thirty, top forty wave. But yeah, I mean, Mario Rivera outsold him. Uh, yeah, but Rivera came out right around or like right at the Hall of Fame 
yeah announcement. So he he had a different kind of a bump, I would think. I mean, yeah, it just it's kind of weird to me. So looking at that, um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Finest looked pretty cool. We talked about that. Uh, I did a review on that, uh, and then Luminance as well. Those are up on the site, so check those out. Uh, Luminance had a really 80, 98 Ultra Fleer, Fleer Ultra feel to it to me. That's uh, sharp, sharp product. It is. It's neat. Yeah, Cardboard Icon study. He thought he was going to hit 12K. So, But uh, we got lots of lots of folks in here. I'm glad tonight. Uh, lots of people hanging out with us, having a good time. It's, uh, it's always fun. Real quick, before we get too excited into this... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Can I, can I show my new t-shirt that I got? Yeah, do. At least keep it on, please. I, I will. Check this out. What do you guys think this is? Well, that's from Dub, dude. That's, that's pretty... Dub mentality. That's yeah, right. Is, is that a VCR? No, it's a cassette tape, man. What's a cassette? Yeah, you youngins. <laughs> they, they were around the time of Betamax and Reel to Reel and Dinosaurs, I think. So well, I, Uncle Rich is here tonight, guys. I just wanted to throw a quick shout out to Joey for sending this my way. I tweeted it out with a my son in it. He also included a pack of 1989 tops, which I tweeted out a video of my son Bentley uh, trying to eat. I cut it off like two seconds too soon because after he like got that taste in his mouth, he took off, darted for the garbage can, and that's right where the video clip cuts out. Hey, real quick, to uh, a shout out to to Shane C, uh, car, Sports Mania Card, our buddy down in uh, Texas. Uh, spending some time in the uh, the hospital, which is never fun. So uh, our thoughts are with you tonight, bud, and hope you uh, a quick recovery with whatever's going on. We saw that, but, um, you know, we, we just chatted a couple of days ago um, about the uh, anniversary and uh, saw your, uh, your hemmed up there. So, bud, get better, and uh, we'll talk soon. Steph showed a real quick picture of his new T-shirt. Indeed. The La Torta. La Tortuga. Well, yeah, whatever. The Tortoise. <laughs> He's a triple A minor leaguer, you know. Indeed. Uh hot off the press is new releases. Tops Living Week 65, card 196, JT Real Muto, catcher of the Phillies, card 197, Keston Hira, second baseman of the Brewers, and card 198. Brent Gardner, crazy outfielder, New York Yankees. So Another crap week. Yeah. Not really exciting. Nope. Um 2019 Top Series 2 Baseball comes out today. Hobby Box. So two versions here. You get the Hobby, uh, which is going to run you about $68 a box, plus one silver pack, 24 packs per box, 14 cards per pack. You're going to get one auto mem or commemorative relic per box. The Jumbo is going to run you around 120 with two silvers, uh, 10 packs, 46 cards per pack, one autograph, two mem, or indoor commemorative relic. It's another 350-card base set to continue from of 350 from Series 1. Gary V has an insert set. Uh, key rookies to look for. Card 410, Fernando Tatis Jr. 475, Pete Alonzo. Card 632, UC Kikuchi. Uh, card 670, Eloy Jimenez. And then short print, no number, Vladimir Guerrero, which I heard are following about three or four per hobby or per case. Um, we all know there are plenty of SPs and short prints to follow. Uh, there is a Beckett guide already. And uh, to that, there's only 76 short prints and only 22 or 20 super short prints. So no, just a few. Feeling that there's probably four more out there. Yeah. Um, base cards are going to end. If you look at the little code on the bottom, so you can tell the difference. Base cards end in nine six two. Short prints are zero three one, and super short prints are zero 
three two. Now, most of the time, you're going to be tell you have a short print because you have a veteran, a retired star, Hall of Famer on there, or it's a weird headshot or just a not normal looking baseball card. Um, so definitely check those out. So if you see a Warren Spawn or you see a George Brett, uh, you see a uh, Rod Carew, you know, um, or Bryce Harper wearing a wearing a to suit instead of a baseball uniform or him hanging out with the Philadelphia, the, uh, the fanatic. So yes. So check those out. Uh, guys, are you excited about series two? I mean, I'm awful pumped. It's the first case I'm ever opening. And then I picked up two additional jumbos and one hobby. I got a little bit of a problem. Naturally. Well, the, uh, first, the first thing is to admit it. I said that the other night when I was in my car. And I, I most obviously want these. Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's the second or third best time of the year. And that's, it's a major continuation for a major set. Um, unfortunately this adds, this makes it so that I don't only have three twins remaining. Uh, but these will be much easier to track down than 66, 67 high, high series. Well, I know a guy that can hook you up. So let me know. Well then, um, are you excited, Ben? I know that we talked about this last week, just the checklist alone on Series 2 for the A's. The inserts, there was a crazy amount of inserts and, like, relics and parallels. Yeah, and... yeah but I, I got a really good deal from, from Brent Williams. Um, he put together four base sets for me, the base gold rainbow and 150. Got me all of the, the hobby and retail – or uh, hobby and jumbo, excuse me, uh, inserts, which – Really left me with just like the historic through the lines and the faces of the franchise and home run challenge and then all the relics, uh, which I don't know how many of those I'm going to try to grab outside of McGuire. And uh, so it wasn't too bad because of what Brent was able to do for me. But yeah. the more that they made, the higher the cost to him went uh, because he's selling me more cards. So uh, it's one of those double edged swords. You know, it, it's. Yeah, again, it would be a really fun product, and I would love the checklist if there wasn't so many products released, which we've talked about time and time again. There's a thorn in everyone's side. It's just product after product, and it makes a large checklist like this extremely challenging. Yeah. No, that's why I kind of shied away from doing master sets of this, just because there's so much there. Um, hey guys, you down to do a uh, down to do a giveaway? Let's do one. All right. So the first thing up we're going to do is we have uh, a Com C beanie, a red one, and uh, I think some pins. So we're going to, we, since this is episode 52, we're going to randomize it 52 times. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're going to randomize uh, what what time? Three? Because there's three of us. Sure. Sounds good. All right. So oh, everybody's no. name is in here. Uh, some people have one, some people have four, just based on uh, the number of screenshots and stuff they sent us and where they follow us. So here we go. How many entries do me and Ben, ben have? Uh, zero. Okay. So there's uh, there's one. We have 91 uh, entries in here. Uh, there goes number two. And the winner of the beanie is C is SC Bill. So uh, we will get that out. I have your Twitter. That's part of your Twitter handle. And uh, we will get that out to you shortly congrats so i'll be in contact with the senator congratulations uh we have seven more giveaways i can count uh to do tonight so <laughs> nothing with, like <laughs> nothing like dead airspace while you're counting to seven, seven. well i <laughs> counted seven and it didn't seem right to me i don't know I, yeah 
Oh, what's up, Dubs here? What's up, Dub? Um, we also had 2018-19 Panini Noir basketball launch, $500 a box, four packs per box, 10 cards per pack, seven autos and or mem cards per, uh, per box, uh, 400 card base set. So there are 12 subsets that make up the base set. The first 200 number out of 85, the next 100 are out of 25, and the last 100 are out of 99. It's a hit-based product. Uh, so the box is seven hits and three base cards. Your uh, All the autographs in the product are hard-signed or on-card, and the RPAs are one of the, the cornerstones of this product. So it has a very um, 1950s uh, Hollywood feel to it. Some really good, uh, good photography on the cards. And we're going to hope to have a uh, review on our website out by uh, probably no later than Monday, maybe. Yeah, get on that. Yeah, we, we, yeah we want to give it a couple of days, let everybody kind of get a chance to take a yeah. look at it themselves. I'm going to I'm uh, have a personal day tomorrow, so I'm going to be doing working on Series 2, so I should have a review up uh, by, I'd say, like Friday or Saturday on that, so take a look there. Um, we also had 2019 Topps Major League Sticker Collection, the box and the album launch. Uh, $35 or so for a box of stickers, $2 for the album, 50 cards or 50 packs per box, four car, four or stickers per box or per pack. You're going to get about 200 stickers in there. Uh, the base set's over 200. I couldn't see the exact number. Uh, and this year they've upgraded the album as well as they've increased it from 32 pages to 44. And they've added double sided stickers with sticker backs now featuring players acting similar to traditional trading cards. Similar to the 1980s versions. Um, so, beside player stickers, you're going to look for all star, all stars, league leaders, uh, World Series highlights, rookies and future stars, and home run heroes. So, the stickers are always a uh, a fun thing. I remember as a kid, we used to collect the stickers like crazy. Hmm. You know what's cool about this is is for most years you get the mascots in there. Uh, I don't know if they do the, all the mascots. It's probably usually a, about a half a checklist. And right. Bentley's all excited because my dad recently bought him a bunch of Stomper sticker cards, and I believe he's got two or three that I don't have. Ooh. And so yeah, his eight, yeah, his eight. Now I can't do that. That's not how it works. I have to buy my own. I'm a, I'm my own man. Sure. Uh, but he's all excited that he's got cards in his binder that I don't have. Not just any cards, A's cards. That's awesome. He's stopping you from having that Uber Uber collection. Uh, let's see. We also have 2019 Sage Autograph Football Box. Now, this is pretty cool. $245 a box. 10 packs per box, two cards per pack, and there's one bonus pack. You're going to get 21 autographs. Uh, you heard me. 21 autographs. Uh, offer This product offers some of the top options from the NFL draft. Collectors can expect one first-round quarterback per box. Uh, displays NF, uh, draft information. Uh, for the base autographs that use uh, foil raised foil technology, each pack, each box has a bonus pack that can have a card, another autograph card, or a giveaway item. So I think some of the giveaway items were like jerseys, um, uh, yeah, signed jerseys, game worn jerseys. So, um, so my my question is, and, and Mahomes, real quick, Mahomes autographs are one in every three boxes. Patrick Mahomes autographs. So, because I'm not Tim and I can actually do math, <laughs> what uh, uh, something seem odd here? Two cards per pack, ten packs per box, plus a 20. bonus pack, 
plus a bonus pack. Uh huh. Twenty one autos. Yeah, because the bonus pack only has one card. It's a it's a card or a giveaway item. Why not both? Well, I don't know, Greedy McGreederson. <laughs> <laughs> You're already getting twenty autos. Yeah, yeah he did. Of I mean, uh, what positions? He just got a new shirt today, and now he wants more autos too. Come on, Steph. Come on, save some for somebody else. They're mine, all mine. Um, so that's it. Let's do another giveaway. You guys ready? Do it. Do it. Do it. You can do give it. away do my it. love. It. It's not worth much. Nobody wants it. All right, give away. I will say one nice thing about whoever wins. That's Cr worth it without having a prize. Crickets. All right, <laughs> here we go. There's one. And do. And And the winner, Mike S. V. Mike Summer. You have won a very nice prize package. As I didn't tell anybody what it was. Let me uh, let me come back here. Why, why, while you're getting that. Because now that we know that, oh my goodness. Two of hey. the best Second rookie, year cards. rookie cards out there? <laughs> this sucks. We gave Mike a McGuire. For the record, we didn't agree that I was going to have to say one nice thing about that winner, did we? Because no. now That's that I know, no, now that I know it's Mike <laughs> that won, I'm, I, I want to take it back. I want to redact it. These are right here. These right here. These two cards were like the most collectible cards in my collection as a kid in 1987 through about like 92. Um, yeah. So these two are going out and there's no stains on the back. They're in pretty good shape. Congratulations, uh, Michael. It could not have went to a more mediocre friend. Yes. That uh, that's fun. I like to, I like giveaway stuff. More prizes to come. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Next week's releases, guys. Get out a pen. It's a list. It's a I list. Ready? No. 2019 Tops Museum Collection. Uh, all right. There's a list. See, yeah. I would care uh, if there's no twins on the checklist at all. Uh, we're, is it, we, whoa, is the checklist out on that? I saw a base and uh, auto whatnots. Because um, uh, sticker sticker's not out yet. Yes. Uh, real so, quick, okay. on uh, next week, we two weeks ago, we were supposed to do the – or last week, we were supposed to do the – you know, the uh, history lesson, but uh, we had a big show. And then this week, and because we had an interview, and this week was the anniversary. So we're actually going to do it next week. Uh, it's a little bit light of a show. And we're also looking for someone to come out and hang out with us as a little guest host. So if you think you have the chops to hang with us and you want to, uh, DM, DM me and let me know. And we'll see what we can do. Uh, we reached out to Mike Summer, the winner of the last contest, and uh, he was, he was uh, going to be vacationing. So uh, he'll be out having fun. So, but uh, if you want to hang out with us for uh, an hour or so, let's see what we can do. All right, guys, infield chatter, our hobby talk section. Let's do it. All right, Pete Alonzo was brought to our attention that to, in, in 2019, some of his cards are he's listed as Peter, and some he's listed as Pete. Does it really matter? Yes, and no. Okay, so why does it mean? Why does it matter? It matters for those of us who work in the hobby and or like to have a neat spreadsheet so where you can sort and have all of Alonzo's cards show up in the same spot next to whatever the next alphabetically met in the releases this year. Mm. However, uh, as far as a manufacturing point, why would they care? So, so yeah, let, me, 
let me ask you this, Steph. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you my opinion while while asking you uh, a follow up. So back in like the 50s, a lot of times you would have these guys either you know they're Bob and then they're Robert, or they would have they would have nicknames. Sure. You know, and and so what's I mean at the end of the day, what's the difference when you're putting it in like a player checklist? You you kind of just have to say, all right, well his name is Peter Pete Alonzo. I mean, you really are. I I from from you entering as an employee of of ComC, I can see that being frustrating. But for a, a player or team collector, I don't see why it would be that big of a deal. It's the same dude. Yeah, like when they would call Roberto Clemente Bob early on. And then uh, once the Cubs said Rock Reigns and Doc Gooden, because they were Tim and Dwight. Yep. Yeah, and sometimes you would see that. Those are perfect examples, even more, probably more modern examples as opposed to the guys back in like the 40s and 50s and tobacco era guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a personal preference, like it, hated. It's really now, – now, since we're on the, the topic of Peter Alonzo, our friend uh, Joe Alexander, who you can find at Catcher19 on Twitter – he showed us a couple of different Pete Alonzo certified autos that are starkly, if that's a word, different. Yeah, I, absolutely but, but nothing one, alike. Years apart, one was when he was a minor leaguer, his first autograph compared to Bryce Harper's had multiple autographs as he's gone on. Um, you know, so. Yeah, it's just, just kind of interesting observation, you know. I got that right here. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any shenanigans with him, at least nothing that, that any of us have heard about. Yeah. But, you know, for your – there's a little bit of difference. I mean, these are ridiculously different. You know, I can see a guy shortening it, you know, going with initials, dropping part of, you know – you know, we've talked about Cespedes on here a lot where he just went with his initials and his jersey number versus the long last name. You know, just to kind of simplify things. I mean, you can't blame these guys with the amount of autographs that they've got to sign, especially in Bowman, where there's just so many. I mean, base and then refractors and, you know, easily get to 5,000, 8,000 plus. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not blaming. I mean, what year was that? Uh, his first Bowman? What is that? Uh, 16, 17? Somewhere in there, yeah. So you think a couple years later, now he goes, you know, it's shortened up. It's a PT with an A and a little squiggle. That's, I, I know it's completely different, but uh, you know, yeah, just oh. something. It's always interesting to take a look at. Uh, Kyle in the chat room said it was sixteen. Yeah, so three, Did three you see year what difference. Doug said, uh, that Panini calls him Alonzo with a Z, and Tops has him with an S. Okay, that would bother me. Yeah, because that's that. I mean, Peter is his name, and to go down to Pete, gotcha. You know, I mean, Manu Ginobili is Emmanuel, you know, and he shortened it to Manu to, to make it a little bit more. Put, exactly. Hey, Drag. Hey, Drag yeah. Stoyakovich went put to Peja. Yeah, a lot, a lot of guys shorten it to more of an American yeah. name, ben, something easier for the fans ben to pronounce. Benjamin, yeah. and you're Ben. You know. Yeah, I always wanted to shorten Timothy to Othi. But nobody didn't really catch on. I, I, my, my son Jonathan's middle name is Theodore, and the other day I, I was like, you know, he's our teddy bear, right? Named after Teddy Roosevelt, and I'm like, dude, I literally named my kid Ted. No offense to anybody out there named Ted, but good talk. It's like I hope, I hope he doesn't grow up and I just wanted like a presidential. He, he could be J 
Theodore, you know, something really like presidential or lawyer like. I just don't want him to grow up and say, hey, my name is Ted. Eh. Sure. <clears throat> From the 90s, then, what about Jay Owens? Mm, Jay Hawk Owens. Understandably yeah. dropping the A Hawk. From his name, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> they really really quick. Dub was just kidding, but that was funny. Dub, I believed you because I mean that's that's where we are with those guys over there in Dallas, Texas. I mean, if we nuked if we nuked Dallas, would anybody be really sad? Oh wait, I, I, I'm a Spurs fan. I would absolutely have no problem with that. I <laughs> uh, just kid. All right, so on a little bit of a sad news. So uh, at underscore Frank Mart. Uh, Walnut Creek, California, where the storyline comes from, yeah, which is near us. So this happened the other day. He sends out this tweet. My had my mailbox broken into last night. And multiple packages stolen. One package had this trout, trout autograph in it. Uh, I filed a police report, and USPS is doing what they can through an investigation. If you guys see this on eBay or any social media, let me know. It's a 2019 Topps Inception rookie and emerging stars auto. Mike Trout, BGS 10 pristine. And it looks like they busted a whole bunch of mailboxes at this place. I told them we'd share it on the show. Uh, there was also a big card show coming up in Berkeley or the Bay Area, I think, soon. And so if you guys are there, keep an eye out uh, for this card. Yeah, the only problem with something like that is you're, you're probably more likely to try to find something like that on eBay yeah. or a pawn shop or something. I'm sure these people weren't targeting his his oh, I mailbox. So I, I I doubt they would have the wherewithal to go sell it where we would be looking. I mean, yeah, if there's a local card shop nearby, they'll they'll probably try to scoot in there and see what they can get. I doubt they have any idea of what something like that's even worth. Yeah. You know, without doing their their eBay search. Yep. So just just keep an eye out yeah. on it. It has the you know the number and everything. So Yeah, it's unfortunate. He's a good dude. I've done I I bought something off him a while back. He's a good guy, so um, you hate to see that. There's a lot of that going around our town too, so it wouldn't surprise me. So just keep an eye out. Um, you guys want to do another one? Because we got some fun topics coming. Another gi- another giveaway. Another giveaway. Okay. Uh, because uh, you know we got some fun topics coming up, so I want to keep the morale up of the show. I'm trying to trying to stay positive tonight. Uh, yeah, but it's hard. We've got to bring all this stuff aware. So here we go. We're going to randomize three more times. And this is for a 2019 Topps Living Vladimir Guerrero rookie card. Once. Do it again. Do it again. Twice. I said do it again. Three, three times, times a lady. lady. Uh, we, are, we, are, we are on the right path there. Dak. He's a Dak Prescott fan. Congratulations. Uh, you have a uh, Vladimir Guerrero Tops living rookie card coming your way. Hey, yeah. All right. Let's go again. Let's go again. Double down. Ready? You can't stop while you're hot. When you got yeah. the table, you got to go. Got to go. You got to go. I got a fun story about that. Uh, this is for a Comsi white beanie and some pins. Thanks, Comsi. There's once Kyle P. Twice. Rip. Dak again. Uh-oh, Three uh-oh. times. Repeat. Ben A, congratulations, Cardboard Icons, live in the chat tonight. Going to keep his head warm, and I'm pretty sure he could use it. <laughs> there, there, there's a good good chance that, that his his son might might snag that in the mail. Yes. So congratulations, Ben Aguirre, Cardboard Icons. Uh, you have a Com C beanie and maybe some pens coming to you. Maybe some other stuff. 
Oh, ooh, some other stuff. Maybe a little kiss. Ooh. Don't send chocolate in the mail. Melt. BGS issues, guys. Okay, so man, we talked about we talked about good old black label Joe last week. Dude. I think I think cardboard sports card radio and list of meet Joe black label Clemens or something. I thought was funny. Um, Joe Black. Um, Beckett Grading Services VP Jeremy Murray had a statement that came out this week. And by the way, there were a couple of uh, spelling errors in here. Um, I won't point those out, but there were some grammatical and spelling errors in here. But collectors submit cards to Beckett Grading Services for an opinion on condition and authenticity. If a card measures up, appears to be authentic, and no visible signs or alterations, we assign that card a grade. This grade is formulated from our opinion based on the card's appearance and nothing else. Some people in this industry do their best to deceive collectors. Our job is to limit people from being successful, and we feel we do an excellent job. So, um, again, as Ben has said before, it's opinion-based and nothing else. He even says it in there. Um, Joe Clemens was a, is a former Beckett employee and also a part-time LEAF employee. And uh, they had a picture, and I don't know, if Steph, if you see that in the notes, it shows one of his black label cards. I do, but I can't pull it up. Okay. It's not pulling up for some reason. Give me a sec here. Let's see if I can share it. Oh, yeah. Download this. Uh, if you can see right here, the edges of the card and uh let me know if you have it up stuff i'll stop sharing that but um the top edges of this mookie bets chrome update card uh are white and chipped all along the cross and this is you know pretty typical uh that you see in chrome cards where there's a little chipping but yet it got a pristine 10 black label and obviously there are flaws on the top of the card i got so, it that's weird to me. Now, if this card got a nine, no one would blink an eye. But if um, it got a ten, if you could make that just a little bigger, Steph, I don't know if you can. Um, where I know for guys listening to the podcast, it's something to check out. We'll also uh, tweet it out as well. Um, it's just one of these things that I, you know, I. It says the edges ten, and obviously I I can see I'm not that I'm not that I'm not a grader. But I can obviously tell that the uh, that the, it's not a ten up top. And he also, what's weird, is that the 2018 Leaf original one of ones. This guy owns eleven of them and selling them. Yeah, I, I think with something like that, that damaged top. When you look at it, obviously it's not a ten. It's definitely not a, a black label. Um, however, I think if you looked at that in a vacuum. You know, with the amount of cards that they have to look at on a daily, weekly, yearly basis, one slipping through, even a black label, I think you could kind of, okay, they, they goofed. But when you look at it, it's not in a vacuum. It's in a vat of conspiracy and scamming. Right, right. When you peel back that onion layer, just that first layer of the onion, then it just screams shenanigans, Right. So th that's the thing. Let's look at it in a vacuum and go, well, yeah, that's a bad, great job. Um, you know, let's move on to the next. But then you're like, all right, well, who did it belong to? Ah, and and how many black labels did they have? Huh. You know, move on. And you start to go line by line, variable by variable. And it's like, wait a minute. 
it's like now you can't tell us that shady stuff's not going on. There's just every day reveals more and more proof of the the shadiness, the corrupt. You know, even if it's just one person at all these different places, they're all involved. We just don't know to what degree and how deep and how long it's been going on, which a lot of that's irrelevant. It's just so, like, yeah, no. Ahead, and so had a podcast, uh, I think it was last week. Um, and um, Eric Norton added on Derek Ficken, who's back. And Derek Ficken was the original, one of the original guys on it. He's a BGS grader. They covered this issue in a way, but it kind of talked around some of the main points, saying there isn't an inside guy. And they are offered money, food, and gifts at shows at all times. They also had a quote that I found was very interesting. It says, it's a vocal minority that's being very loud right now, and it's so sad to see. Guys, that's – I'm sorry. That's some bullshit. No. With, with a capital B and bullshit. I mean, that's it, If that's you bad. listen to the podcast, this, this conversation starts about 20 minutes in. Um Sports Card Radio did so, did some really good work on it by posting it uh, on their site, but also too you can go to the, you know anywhere listen to podcasts and listen to it for yourself. But this very vocal minority is being very loud right now, and it's sad to see that. That to me hurts because we're pointing out things that even this one card right here this should not have been a ten, yeah. and there's no way that one guy can submit eighty one cards in a row and get tens. And those be pristine tens or black labels. But I don't know that it's he's hitting this ridiculous percentage. Like he's like the Ted Williams times ten of card grading, right? Right. And it, you know, I understand they're trying to defend their company, and they said that there's you know that he's not allowed back there, and um, you know that it's it's secured all this. I understand that, but that doesn't go into what's in the grader's mind when he's using his opinion to or her opinion when they're grading cards and they see, oh, this is submitted by so and so. Oh, we're gonna go and have we're gonna go have beers and Whataburger after the after my shift. Well, and and honestly, and I know we've reached out. Uh, I know you did. Uh, I believe today, Tim, and I did yeah. the other day with SGC. Um, but, but we've reached out to all of the main, you know, SGC, PWCC, BGS, uh, PSA, PSA, I believe, Leaf. Bro, I reached out to Brian Gray and Leaf. The company doesn't block anybody, and I think they blocked like three people so far in the, today. Yeah. I've, got, I've got his number. We can give him a call, you know, Who? Uh, Brian's number. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got, I've got it. Because remember, I called him out a few weeks back, and a month ago, whatever it's been now, and he's like, yeah, give me a call. And, and I, I think he'll do the show. We'll have to... We'll have to see if he still feels that way now. There's, all this stuff has come out since he gave me his number. So, um, but what, what do you expect Eric to say, right? No, they're, I don't expect anything different. But it's, it's just one. It's something they could say. You know what? This is out there. It's our, you know, our VP of grading put out a statement. Here's the statement that I don't think they should have been the ones to say. He should have come on the show and said it. Sure. Don't you tell me he doesn't. That means either one, he's afraid, or two, doesn't doesn't care and want to take the five minutes to read the statement on a podcast that's filmed at their location. Yep. Or get on the phone. I mean, when I was on that show, Eric called me on the telephone. We did it on the phone. He pre-recorded it. He was right. a great guy. He was super nice. We buried a lot of things, and 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 ever since then, hey, but I just don't agree with the statement. I'm going to tell you that because we're collectors. The three of us are collectors. First and foremost, and that's why we have this show, and that's why we've been doing it for a year. 
And this is the stuff that affects the collectors. And what he's saying is that the collector's opinion that are pointing these things out, they don't matter. That they need to shut up and just listen and we're, we're Beckett, here it is. But we're minority, speak, minority yeah. voice. And, it, and that's not it. We're, and the thing is, is that there's some very good people there at Beckett. Um, sure. And the man that started this whole thing, uh, from what I understand, is he's a very revered in the hobby and he's no longer associated with that with the company correct I'm saying uh, as far as day to day yes yeah so it to me is very disheartening that this is coming out from a company i've always really felt for I, I think that there needs to be an investigation on their side on psa to figure out what's going on here there was also a video too magic the gathering is being faked too it was a 10 minute video of this guy that went super in depth um, on a BGS slab that was a card that was late was slabbed authentic. The front of the card is authentic, and the back of the card is authentic. They are not authentic together, and it says authentic all, uh, altered. The front of the card was original. The back of the card's original. Somebody put them together. It's some rare card from early on, and here's the video. This guy goes over in really great depth and explains it. Um. You know, it's about it's a ten minute video, and then he's gonna do a video <laughs> that collabs it. But then he also shows a card that was sent to PSA that was say the same way, but it came back unslabbed. They would not slab it for him, uh, or he bought it that way, or whatever it was. He had the, he had a hand of a card from PSA that was not there. So uh, we'll share this link. It's uh, it's a good video. Spend the ten minutes to watch it. I gotta find the unboxing or the uncasing of him that of that card. Uh, because I want to take a look at that and see um, what he thought. But I mean, those some of those magic, some of those magic cards, those early on cards, the alpha beta sets, right. uh, go for some huge, ridiculous dollars. Two, two things I love in this: one, uh, dude's got two boxes, Diablo two and Lord of Destruction, one of my absolute favorite games of all time. But two, <laughs> there's a greed monster in the top right corner. <laughs> How appropriate when you're trying to break a scandal. Yeah. Oh, I mean, some good stuff. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, you know that they're affecting magic cards. Well, well, why why wouldn't they? I mean, any anything is is open to being scammed, and and I mean, magic is extremely valuable. Like like trading cards are right. There there's some that are worth more than others. Yeah, there's some that absolutely. are highly sought after. So why wouldn't I mean, you know, Tim and I have a local comic book store. You go in there on a weekend, and it's nothing but kids in there playing Magic, and they run tournaments all day long. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's crazy, you know. You know and, and and right now, if if you're caught up in this whole trading card scandal, why wouldn't you move your your expertise on to something that might not be as known? Yeah. Magic, in this case. Yep. Well, guys, yeah. let's let's do another one. Let's let's it. give some more stuff away. We're going to give away um, – oops, shared too early. We're going to give away a hobby lineup T-shirt, the one that supported the Bice family that Eric Norton did. Um, perfect timing, right? Uh, so we're going to do this. We're going to give one of these away. And uh, Ram and I is again three times. One. Do it again. Do it again. Two. Do it again. Do it again. No, no, no. My guess at the top, again – uh and Brian B. Oh, 
Oh, you know who that is? <laughs> That's Brian how, Bice. How appropriate. Brian Bice uh, wins the T-shirt that uh, that we made based on uh, helping uh, helping him out. So, congratulations, Brian! One of our early, very early supporters of the show, good friend of the show. And, oh, good friend, uh, good friend in general. He's he's one oh, of the really good guys and yeah, fun. You know what? He's the oh. quiet mannered when he, when Ben and I are hanging out and we're hanging out with Rick and we're being loud and obnoxious. You know, there's always Brian to simmer us back down a little bit. I don't know if we've ever mentioned this, and we're not going to say the whole name, but he's an A's fan, fellow A's collector. You know, but but part of his his apartment complex, his name is Mariner. Mm. And that's that's no bueno. I mean, we go to pull up into his place because we're heading down to a, a card shop, and I'm like, seriously? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you and your wife are going around trying to find a place to live, and you're like, that one says Mariner on it. Now nah, I'm good. Sorry. <coughs> you know, but honey, it's yeah. got everything we want. Well, are they open to changing the name? Hey, real quick, <laughs> it's, do you have that card pulled up because it says PWCC at the bottom? The black. Uh, that may be one of the reasons <laughs> I have it pulled up. Um, forty-two thousand. So here we go. Uh, PWCC is emailing customers. So earlier this week, Darren Ravel, um, the Steeler of the has tweeted out new information in the trading card scandal. PWCC is trying to save itself from the card trimming scandal. Uh, the company is sending out emails to anyone who bought cards believed to be trimmed, offering a full refund and to take the cards out of circulation by giving it to law enforcement. So. Okay, one, they called the cops on themselves. Two, some of these cards were very, very low numbered, some under 25, and a handful of them were under, under the 25 were altered. So that number gets even smaller, and these are some of the biggest stars in professional sports. Rookie cards are important cards to their... Um, you know, to their part of the hobby. Guys, what do you think by pulling those cards out of circulation and giving them back or giving them to law enforcement does, one, for the hobby and for, like, those, the other cards that are still out there in the circula in circulation? It It's a nice gesture, but I don't see it actually deterring anybody from just creating new fakes. Um, and I, I get what they're trying to do, but when, for example, you're on vacation in another city and the shops are talking about how they don't want slabs from these people and that people on display anymore, maybe those people should be the ones that are facing the most harm, not, oh, well, we're just going to take them and distribute them to the police department as fit false or whatnot. You know, you're just trying to save your hide from the FBI or whatever investigative service is coming after you. Yeah. Hey, do you see who that second response is sitting there on Darren Ravel's tweet? If, if you're looking at it, it's it, it's mine. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's Kevin Malone from The Office laughing, um, giggling at, at it. It's like, all right, it's a hollow... You know it's a hollow gesture. Yeah, I bet, I bet Brian Gray goes and buys these slubs back from the law enforcement and puts it into his product. <laughs> Well, you're trying to buy him. It's one of those things. Either there are lawyers like, hey, try to get out ahead of this, or 
a hollow gesture to collectors so that they don't lose entire faith in PWCC. Um, Dude, I don't know how anybody right now is buying from them. I'm sorry. You know what cracks me up is, and I know you're not a Facebook guy, Tim, and I, I'm sure Steph doesn't go on there. Are you guys familiar with the GIF by Obama where he's kind of like shrugs his shoulders and kind of throws his hand out there like, seriously? Right. You know, he just has that motion with his hand. It, it cracks me up because every day in some of these Facebook baseball card groups you see, hey, I'm thinking about getting this graded. Who should I send it to? And it's just like I just want to put that GIF on repeat mm-hmm. on all of these. It's like right now I wouldn't nope. send it to anybody. Sends a big ship grading. Everybody right. gets a thumbs up. E- either wait till somebody else comes into the marketplace in, in, in this segment and offers a transparent option as an alternate, or wait till all this blows over. Let's find out what ultimately, um, you know, he, you know, what, what all comes of this, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And and w- once we know where where all the chips lay, then cool. Maybe you, you know whichever one is still standing, whichever ones are still standing. Now send it off. But right now, I mean, I don't think anybody's buying graded cards that are aware of this with any semblance of faith. Yeah, yeah, there's the there's Obama. Yeah, that's not the one. The one that I was talking about, the one at the podium. But that one works too. It, you know, the whole confused. Seriously, come on. Why why would you grade anything? But hey, it's your money. You can do what you want with it. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know how you're how you're trusting those companies right now uh, while all this is going on. And I have a feeling um, there was somebody on Twitter today. I think uh, uh, Cards in the Attic tweeted out about he wants to pay people in blasters to go and protest at the national walk around <laughs> ticket signs. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be very interesting in a couple of weeks. What, uh, what Steph, two months from now, less than that, six weeks from now. Give or take. Yeah. Uh, the National will be going and we'll have a reporter live uh, on location there. Possibly two. Yeah. So let's, um, we'll, we'll get more into that. Uh, real quick, the Mark Hoyle in the chat room asked <laughs> if there'll be a public record of what's taken back, assuming that this all does transpire. You you would hope that there would be complete transparency. It, it, I mean, do we know if the FBI or any other law enforcement is involved at this this point? I haven't like, seen like in official capacity. I haven't seen the officially. Um, I've been staying in touch. Colin and Ryan have been pretty much on top of a lot of this stuff. And, you know, they've been the one posting a lot of stories and reporting back on it uh, because they don't, honestly, you know, they don't care. They're going to tell you. And, you know, they, they have a certain way to do. We've talked about this before. We kind of want to clean it up a little bit and present it to you as well. And so that's what we're doing. So, yeah, I, I would think to answer that question. And right now, everything is kind of, you know, we, we don't know. Nobody knows until there's an official release by some law enforcement agency like, hey, we're involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure behind closed doors, there's probably a lot of that going, especially now that ESPN you know, Darren Ravel is well, he's not he's with action sports or some BS now. He left he left ESPN. Same thing. I mean, he's a big name. Oh yeah. Very recognizable. Brings a, a huge following with him. And it's like two million followers. You, you know, once once this is this isn't just a bunch of guys on a, a blowout forum or on Reddit discussing this stuff now. This is getting, you know, some pretty big people behind it that are aware of it. You, you know somebody in a in a room somewhere in a, an official state building, federal building, is looking at this. Yeah. And 
I, I would think if PWCC is buying this stuff back, they need to make sure they're listing everything, taking pictures, and that way, if the FBI knocks on their door, they're like, "Here's what we have so far." We also saw there was there were screenshots of a of a former customer of theirs from Brent at PWCC saying, "Hey, go ahead and bid at least this amount. You'll get outbid, guaranteed." <laughs> you can't. You can't guarantee something like that unless you know something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, and that would be called what? Shill bidding? Yeah. I mean, I mean uh, Tim, Tim, you're going to help my dad move here in a couple of weeks, right? Hmm? You can't guarantee me you're available that day. You can't guarantee me, even if it's with the best of intentions, that you've offered to help, right? Because things happen. My wife could kill me between now and then. Exactly. I mean, you know, so when things happen, how can PWCC guarantee that, hey, if you bid $800, you will be outbid? How do you know that? Yeah. How do you know that? Because you know something. And, and the second you know something, uh, that is illegal. You know? Well, I mean, that's why you're illegal, because you know everything. I know every. Well, I know some things. I know I love you. I know we should do, do another giveaway. Do you know who the of our next contest is going to be? I, I do, but I'm not telling. Okay. You're going to wait? Because Ben <laughs> like, is the next winner. It's like my daughter's success rate when like, we'd watch like Pawn Stars, and they'd be like, here's a trivia question, and then we'll tell you on the next you know, end of commercial break. And she, I know the answer. Oh, you do? What is it? I'm not telling you. And then you know, they reveal the answer. She's like, see, that's the one I would have guessed. So our, our next prize is, I think it's week 26 of Tops Living. It's a complete set. It's Roberto Clemente, Tyler O'Neill, and Avicel Garcia. Exciting week uh, here. Said no one ever. You get, you get Bob Clemente. This is true. All right, so we're going to do a three-time stuff. Count it. One. All right, Ben A at the top again. Do it. Kyle P. It was A. And the winner, Jake K. Congratulations, Jake K. On picking up a Topps Living set. Um, so I saw a couple people this week. One was Jenny Miller. Uh, and then there was a couple other. There was a Dallas Cowboys collector. And I didn't, unfortunately, his name slips me right now. Uh, with people saying, hey, we're done. I'm leaving the hobby. And... Um, you know, they didn't really give a real true reason. They were just done with it. They were done with drama. They were done with whatever and moving on to a different hobby, whatever. Um, my big question is, is that has that ever crossed your mind to leave this wonderful hobby of ours? Most recently, obviously not. No, I'm I would say in the last five years. Weeks. Uh, no, I mean... I get some of their arguments, and there's a few people that uh, I've heard from that are saying the same thing, that they're not going to make a public announcement or anything, but in the next five days, they're going to delete their account. Um, and I, I get the sentiment, especially on one platinum, uh, one, uh, one um, service or another. Yeah. But... Uh, I mean, there, there are ways to ignore some of that and to alleviate some of that. And, I mean, if you need to take six months away and come back, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you truly enjoy the hobby, there are – you so, – sometimes it's going to take away take a few 
days away from that, a week away from that, a month away from that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Well, no, I remember 2015, 16, I was away for about six months. Right. Pretty pretty good there for six months. Where I, I was staying in touch a little bit, but I was kind of staying away. And, um, you know, it uh, it felt good, you know. And then I came back and refreshed, and ever since then, it's been super gung-ho. Uh, social media can have, have a big effect on that, you know, Ben said, and I, I agree because uh, it, you run into some people. The thing is, you just kind of have to know what's how to ignore and just to walk away at some point because it's not worth it. So, but Ben, have you have you felt that way at all in the last few years? Yeah, I mean, you know, Series 2 checklist come out, comes out and it's like, I need 59 cards on this checklist with a 10-card base set. And, and, you know, once you factor in all the parallels, and, and that's just the being a super collector, um, which you don't have to be. But w when you are one, yeah, it, it's like, man, this is you know, what's funny is our, our friend Tanner Jones had posted uh, on Facebook. I don't know if he did it on Twitter as well, but he said, it, has there been like a card? And I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher the question. But have you ever like got something in the mail, like a card in the mail and look at it and just go, why did I buy this? And I, I made kind of a sarcastic comment, like my response was, I look at my checkbook ledger, then I look at eBay, then I wait three days, and wait, then wait, I wait, wait. checkbook what ledger? <laughs> That's still grandpa. That, that way you know how much money you have. That's a conversation for another day. Oh, anyway, I look at the ledger, I look at eBay, I wait three days, I open the package. You're the guy I, writing the check at the grocery store. I am and not doing the ledger <laughs> See, and I, I, screwing up the the quick check line. I'm an accountant. It's just how much money. Wh what are my debits and my credits and what are my balance? It's just a simple Excel spreadsheet. Anyway, I look at my cards, and I ask myself that every time. Literally, the other day I tweeted like yesterday, Panini Prism. Man, the parallels are phenomenal. I have 12, 13 of the Matt Chapmans, and I'm halfway. To a oh. rainbow, half, half. I have like four random Garrett Hamsons, and I just bought <laughs> them because they were like a buck something. I was yeah. like, yeah, cool. And, and I'm like, I, I've bought a couple of the other players from there, and I'm just like, dear lord, you don't need this much. So yeah, it's really easy to get that. Well, that's because that, they're, that they're, they're, they're adding water to the Kool Aid because there's not enough Kool Aid packet to go around, and so the more water they add, they just thin it out because they're like, oh, if we have 75 parallels of 10 players, that's a lot more cards. So yeah. I guess the joke would be that you know, nice resort, but don't drink the Kool Aid. Yeah, but but well, it's okay to. Well, tell me, I gotta go check my Rolodex real quick. Give me a second. <laughs> hey, your pager's beeping, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those things, man. It, it's okay to have a hangover. It's okay to to just feel drained. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, take a break. You know, if if there's anybody. That, that feels like they don't need the drama that social media brings, you know, yeah, it, it, just take a break. You don't have to be on there. Nobody's forcing you to, but don't leave a hobby that you enjoy. I quit, I quit Facebook like nine months ago and uh, man, life was so much glorious now. You, you know what? 95% of the reason I'm on Facebook is to steal and share memes from Tanner. And then 95% of the reason he's on there, I think is to steal them from me. We, we've seriously talked about getting a joint Facebook group or Facebook just so we don't have to steal them. That's so but weird. it is. But, hey, don't judge us. He's talking about but, replacing us, Tim. 
It's fine. <laughs> well, I'm, you guys well, are I'm working on his replacement, so don't worry. Well, uh, <laughs> d- d- don't quit the hobby, I think is what we all want to say, is take a break, find something else, scale back. You don't have to include yourself in every release, not every I, parallel. I would, I would definitely argue that uh, scale back helps. And, you know, step away if the hobby itself is getting tiring, but if it's the people and the experiences that you either uh, interact with or see on a daily basis, then yeah, sure. Um, But, you know, if it is those experiences and the people that you see popping up in your timeline, there's ways to change that. Mute them, block them, create a a new account, follow this account back. No, I mean, the thing is, is, to be honest, the big... (laughs) And I think, and I and I told the guy that owns my LCS this today. I told him I'm so glad that you own this shop now, because was it five years ago? Uh, this July, um, or no, four years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, four years ago this July, he took it over. I said, if you hadn't done that, I might not be in the hobby the way I am now, because it wasn't in a good way. Like the shop was bad, and he's really brought some life back to it, and brought life back into me in this. And a lot of the people that listen to this show and I interact with on Twitter have have done the same thing. I enjoy hanging out with a lot of you and meeting you. And, and, and the, you know, that was really shown last night, for those of you know. Like, it was amazing. And, and, and the thing is, is like, like there was a, I was in a bad way. Remember in October, Ben? Like, we talked and I missed a show because I just couldn't, I didn't want to do any, I didn't want to, I was in a bad way. Um, you know, mentally, I just was like, I don't know, life, life was overwhelming, right? And you guys really helped me out, the listeners here, and it kind of drove me back and getting into it and made me, it helped me. And that's what I, that's why it's a hobby. It's something that you're supposed to go to when right. shit gets real and you can go and relax, decompress, and enjoy. And when it's not that way, then yeah, take a step back or figure out why and try to pinpoint it. If you're spending all of your money on cardboard, then that's a problem. Yeah. At that point, it's no different than than going to a casino. It's no different than smoking meth or having a drug habit or alcoholism. You know, without getting into a lot of details uh, to the point you were talking about last night, I reached out to a couple friends, you you guys included on Twitter over something that, uh, you you know, had come up. And I reached out to a couple couple friends uh, who who I feel are really close friends of, of mine, ours. And and that was the, that was ridiculous. By the the way. response, and not just the response. I, I asked the question to a couple a couple of you guys, and within twenty minutes, like literally twenty minutes, my my faith in humanity, and friendship, and love was restored just like that. <laughs> you know, I, I personally have had a rough go of some things over the last couple of years. We all have. We all get in the ruts, and. For me to reach out to a handful of, of, of people, uh, most, if not all, of I've met through Twitter, uh, outside of maybe you, Tim, um, and, and next thing you know, just like that, I mean, my, my, my faith went from, it, it's like getting a power up in a video game where your health is restored. It's just like, man, there are some good people. Yeah. So, so ignore it the drama. Really ignore it. It was crazy. Well, it, it, and one of them is just like, there's a scene in the office when Pam's trying to explain to Jim about wanting to go to art school. And he's like, what is it? 
And before she can respond, he goes, I think you should do it. And cutting her off. And there was one of the people that, that was in that private DM said, I can't even read all this right now. I'm at work, but I'm in. It's yeah. like, you don't even know what it is yet. Yeah, and I'm in. I'm, I'm Just in. based on the people that were, were mentioned in there, and then it's amazing. And, 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 it, yeah. It leads, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it just it puts a smile on our face, and, oh, and yeah. I wish we could share more details. But more, you know, more than the story about the guy that got arrested for breaking homes and tickling everybody's butthole. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I read that today. I shared that with so many people through text messages today. Oh, my God. I was dying. I'm like, like huh? Speaking of things that warm your heart, have you seen the video? Uh, that's going around. It's like a little fifteen-second video of the little kid on the bicycle that goes into a driveway that's not his. Yeah, and then r- runs inside the, runs inside the garage, hugs the dog, and then runs. Yeah, and it's like, he was like man. In a car. Yeah, in the caption when I saw it said something to the effect of, you know, look at how people raise their kids these days. So you think he's going to either steal the dog or steal something, and he did. He stole the dog's oh. heart. So it goes to this. So there's this kid, Ryan K. Uh, this was posted on Twitter a couple of days ago. Ryan, nine-year-old Ryan K. loves sports and normally spends his allowance on collectibles or baseballs to get signed in person at Giants games. So he's a Giants fan. A to go. Ryan's father recently passed away from ALS. So doing acts of kindness have been a form of grieving for him. After hearing the, the that fellow third graders at his school often have to go into debt to pay for school lunch, he decided he would do something about it using his collectibles allowance. As reported by ABC7 News Bay Area, Ryan had his mother reach out to the school and find out how much debt was, how much there, how much debt there was for kids in class in his class, and then he gave the entire amount, seventy four dollars and fifty cents, anonymously anonymously to help classmates year of end debt. There's a full video and there's a link. collectors who want to join me to pay it forward to to Ryan and help grow his collection because of his selfless acts towards others. So there's two ways. So this was set up by Ivan at Watch the Breaks. Um, you can contact him directly at Random Acts of Kindness, and they'll be sending a box out to Ryan. Or two, you can simply give a dollar amount on the GoFundMe to what you want to raise over the next two weeks ending June 26th. So that's two weeks from today. Uh, we will be used to buy Ryan team and player-specific items from his favorite teams, which were the Giants. Uh, of course, we reached out to Ryan's mother first and received approval to use this platform and method to establish a pool uh, collector pool for Ryan's rack. So Ryan, um, it was a $250 goal. They're at a thousand dollars already. And I want to, I want to see what, what we can do and, you know, five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. Someone donated 500 um, on there, but you know, 10 bucks, whatever you guys can do to maybe help out this kid who one lost his dad from a God awful disease. Um, and that took his money and said, instead of me getting a baseball or some cards, I want to go help kids that had to had to go into debt to get milk and food at school. They were hungry and they had they didn't have money and they had to go into debt. So that's insane to me that we have that just give the kids like I don't understand that to me hurts my brain yeah. that this day and age that we have kids going to school and their schools chart they can't afford it they're going to put them on a credit plan. And then we're going to have like Joey, Joey, uh, yo, Joey Soprano, hey, go collect the money and uh, break his legs if little Jimmy doesn't have the money well, for the milk. Not to make light of the situation, but it is, a, it is an education, right? Education on how the real world works. But yeah, but you, it's little. It's he's nine years old, man. You you would yeah. think that yeah, at least up until high school, you would think. It's even say 
just up until the end of elementary school, yeah. that breakfast and lunch should be provided for every student at every school in every city in every state in if the United States. Participate, yes. Yeah, if you don't want it, fine. Mm. You know, if you want to bring food from home or whatever the case may be, but anyway. without getting too political, there are certain things in this world in the United States that we should be mandatory, right? And and healthcare, and we can get into all these other things. But bottom line is this: the kids should be able to eat because not every kid is privileged enough to have three meals a day, or be in a fiscal, you know, socioeconomic class where it's not a hardship on their parents. There's a reason that food stamps and and WIC uh, and, and other government programs, you know, assistance programs exist. It's unfortunate, but it's it's a reality. At the very least, the government should prioritize. Let's make sure every kid under the age of, say, 13 goes to public school and can have some breakfast and some lunch. Ben Wilson for governor in 2022. I might run for city council. I was going to run for city council last year, and I, I was a little late to the ballgame, so I might run next year when two seats open up. No, no. So let's take care of Ryan K. I mean, some collectors and some people have already really stepped up. A grand, that's awesome. Well, let's see what we can do to add on that. We have two weeks to do that, um, you know. So you don't have to make it anonymous. And it, you know, I know if you collect, you connect with Ivan directly as well. You know, if you have something instead of money, um, he likes Roman Reigns, um, the Giants, Dak Prescott. Uh, there is a couple other people listed there. So if you have cards or items of those guys, and maybe you want to donate, you can always hit up Ivan to watch the breaks. Pretty much in any. Uh, social media platform, um, you know. So, oh, look at that! Cardboard icons all donated. Game used Giants ball for the package. That's outstanding. Thank you, Ben. So that I mean, these are the collectors that we have. I mean, it's really great. So, um, let, let's do let's do another giveaway. We have two left. We have two left here tonight before we end the show. But uh, and I wanted two to get that out. Two, so, two, all right. So. The last, the the next. Oops, I always get too excited to, to do the thing. So the next package is an Ultra Pro package. So you're gonna get a buy. You're gonna get a pack of top loaders, some penny sleeves. Don't you're gonna get a black, a black one touch that says rookie card. These are new. You're gonna get a regular one touch for a 35 point. You're gonna get a very new item, a one touch for a 35 point mini, which are very cool. Uh, you're going to get 100 team bags to help when you ship cards. Uh, you're going to get 100 pack of one-touch receivable bags. And then, well, for graded fake slabs, um, <laughs> or also sending a lot of a lot of uh, cards, uh, these come in handy. That's what these bigger bags, you're going to fit more cards in them than you can with a standard team bag. So you're getting a big Ultra Pro package here. Don't leave home without it. Love Ultra Pro. Uh, so yeah, let's 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 give this away. All right, let's see. Let's go again. Once. Do it again. Do it again. John V. Twice. Do it again. Do it again. Oops, didn't go. There we go. Brent M. And third and final for the Ultra Pro package, Chris A. Chris A. Congratulations, Chris. All right, guys, and. Um, before we end the show and we go into other stuff, I we do have um, one last one. So I was able, and I, this is out of my PC here, but I was able to get a bunch of these for about a dollar uh, late last year. 
It's a 2018 Tops update, Ronald Acuna. So there it is, update 250. Uh, I put in a little top loader, or I put in a little one-touch bag here to ship out. Uh, so we're going to give this away next. So this is our final little grand prize giveaway, I guess you could call it tonight. So let's see, uh, let's see who's going to win the Acuna. Hopefully, maybe a Braves fan. Do it twice. Let's see. There's once. Brent M. Twice. Mike S. And the third time. And the third time. JP. Congratulations, JP. You won one uh, Ronald Acuna update rookie card. There it is. So those will all go out sometime either this weekend or early next week. Um, guys, before we end the show tonight, our 52nd show, any final thoughts? Uh, hopefully you guys have a better week than I did. Yeah. Dislocated an arm on an airplane. Dislocated an arm on an airplane. Relocated within a minute. Uh, I hit a beaver and or possum. Not sure what. Uh, our hotel accommodations were... Our hotel accommodations were canceled. My flight was canceled and delayed 24 hours. They give me a hotel accommodation. No, hold on. Free. Did you eat the beaver or the popcorn? Is that what it was? <laughs> he's like, just like hit my arm. Hey, hit a beaver or possum. He just moved on. So matter of fact, <laughs> like, we ran over a beaver or possum out here in the, the tarmac. We're gonna fry that up for you all. Gonna get a little chicken for dinner. Oh no! It, it, it bounced off the edge of the Mustang real nice as well. I was only doing like 70, but yeah, it, it bounced off pretty damn. Well, that that beaver or possum, you know, we're still undecided which it was. They had, <laughs> a, family, they had a family, Steph. It, it was big brown and uh, furry. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And then, so the hotel, uh, the um, airlines, they go, well, since your flight's canceled, here's a hotel accommodations. It's at such and such address. So we get an Uber over there because, well, we don't have the fucking rental anymore. Ah, I dropped it. Oh well, don't have the rental anymore. They sent us to the wrong one across the street, so we had to get another Uber to go all the way across. And the guy at the desk was like, "No, you're the fifth person this has happened to." What that Uber cost you? Like seventy six cents to cross the street? Uh, twelve dollars. No, each way. Uh, From Blue- Bloomington, uh, Bloomington to I think uh, Maple Grove and back. You're right. We did have a better week. I had somebody that wanted, I, I don't know if you saw this, somebody that wanted me to, to send them a document, but they don't like scans, and they didn't want to wait for it in the mail, so I didn't know really how to get it to them. <laughs> no, it's the V6 uh, with the EcoBoost engine, 2018, black with black interior. Gorgeous car. I guess the worst thing that happened to us this week was we had a bunch of people over for my wife's birthday on Sunday to swim in the pool, and on Saturday I'm like, my garage smells bad. Like something died in there. Who did like, you find? No, I was just like, it just it stinks. And I, I look over at my deep freezer and it had got unplugged and there was a bunch of uh, frozen chicken in there. And I don't know how long it had been unplugged. So I'm like, this is great. We've got 20 people coming over tomorrow and our house smells like death. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Um, one charge me for that. 
Oh, and I've got a cold coming on. So yeah, this has been a hell of a week. Well, so before, uh, go go ahead, go ahead. You, no, you, you. I was just gonna say how we we uh, JP just sent a DM here. Just saw I won the Kuna Wilson address after the show ends. Let's go. Awesome. Uh, no, I told you guys before the show started how happy I am that this all started. Just, just it was like let's just do it. Let's see what happens, right? And here we are a year later. Um, episode one actually aired. Uh, it would have been tomorrow. The episode zero was uh, six seven, and that's something we just did between each other. And then we shared it with a handful of people. Uh, we sent them the DM to the link, and we kept it private for a little bit. And it's not a bad show, you know. Um, and uh, you guys, it's just so much fun. I love, I love, I love looking forward to Wednesdays and doing this with you, and uh, chatting with everybody, and uh, meeting a lot of new people and collectors. And sure. uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. You just so, hope, to, hope to meet more new people in person next year. Yeah, well, yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah. 2021 national. <laughs> let's 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 hope we can make it out there. Yeah. And yeah, hey, if so. we're lucky, may, maybe we'll even be able to do a show out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I 2021 for sure. 2020 is kind of a pipe dream at this point, but uh, let's let's do this. So we want to be there. We want to hang out and meet and greet and you know say what's up and uh, actually put a face physically to uh, to everyone. So and, and Mark Coyle, that's right. Mark's first time live normally. He listens later on. So, Mark, thank you for hanging out and being a big supporter and such a great, uh, great collector with all to all of us. So, we appreciate that. So. No, no, I, I love Mark. And yesterday, I think it was yesterday, maybe today, he shares a Jimmy Fox piece from his collection in a Philadelphia A's jersey. And mm -hmm. I'm like, congratulations, Mark. Finally, Mark's a big Red Sox guy. We've mentioned him on here before. So, all his Jimmy Fox stuff is in that other team from Boston. So I was like, yeah, it's about time you you recognize what Team Fox should be on. But no, I, I think we can cue the sappy music here right now and dim the lights and yeah, yeah, start yeah. start speaking softer, you know, bring out the Cavassier. Um, we in the show this evening, I just want to say that uh, I love you all. You know, uh, it, it's been a great year. These have been 52 great shows. Um, we, we can't wait to see what the next year of these shows and beyond hold. Uh, like Tim Tim said, it was just one of those things. Like, man, we need a we need a modern cardboard connection, and, yeah. and somebody should do it. And sponsor free, we were a sponsor free show. Yeah, you know yeah. it's great. Hold it. Oh, you should have made it bigger so it covered your whole face. There you and, go. So you guys don't have to look at me. I'll just have this yeah. up the whole time from one. Th thanks for ruining my moment, my my <laughs> sappy moment. I'm not nice very often, according to my Twitter profile, apparently. I love no. the, the Brian here. I look forward to the show every week. Dude, that to me is just... No, we appreciate it. and we, 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 The interaction between everybody has just been phenomenal, and we, we love all the show ideas that, that everybody have, has brought to us week in and week out. And, you know, if anybody's out there that hasn't been on the show yet that would like to be on the show to talk about their, their hobby history and their yeah. hobby profile and, and what, what makes their hobby... Tick and it's been a while since we had one. Yeah, you know, we're, we're always open to having guys on if we can coordinate it. I know that for Tim and I, um, being out here on, on the West Coast makes it tough on some of the Midwest and Eastern seaboard guys, but we, we've done quite a few on the weekends, even with some of the guys. You know, Ben Aguirre came on on a Sunday and he's just up the road from us, uh, more or less. And, um, we'd love to have as many people as we can on over the time. 
The one night of the week I sip till midnight. I love it. Wednesday's your Friday. I love it. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. No, I, I forgot to tell you guys, I held a card today from 1887. I've got one. I've got an 1888 uh, Allen & Ginter. I'm, I don't remember. T- to be honest, there's a lot going on at the LCS, but one of my old managers from uh, my retail days, he goes to the same shop, and he was in there, and uh, he picked it up. And he's a really big vintage collector. Pretty much anything pre-70s, what he collects. Hmm. Um, and I think he was born in 70, so it's funny to me. But it's anything before uh, he was born. And it was I'm just sitting there and it's in it was it was slabbed by whoever, but it was just and it was just it was slabbed as authentic. That's all. And just to, to see a piece of cardboard from 1887 that still existed, and you could read it, and it was just it wasn't tattered all. It was just so cool. Uh, it's, it's neat. When I, when I got those from 1888, the old Ginter is just like, man, th- these are over a century. Like there was a whole century in between the time that's now versus when these were made. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. But, you know, it, going into our, our second year of the show, I think we want to incorporate a little bit more vintage and pre-war talk and non-sports. And uh, we have the iconic card, um, you know, section for a while. It ran, I don't remember what, eight weeks, seven, eight weeks. Something like that. We're yeah. doing the history of uh, of some of the manufacturers now. And if anybody has any ideas of a, another multi-week segment we can do, um, you know, towards the end of this year, beginning of 2020, um, again, just hit us up and hit us up in DM, say, hey, I want to be on the show. And, you know, we we'd actually love to share your story. To contribute to the website. And I owe a couple of people an email back. So I will do that tomorrow. Um, and Ben wants Ben Aguirre said he wants to roll the national in 2021. Uh, do I feel a Cali road trip? That would be awesome. Caravan, Dude, men. Don't well, we were, plow. Don't, we don't were, plow any beavers. Yeah, <laughs> we were already talking to Steph I, about. I plowed any beavers when I was on the road. My wife would kill me. <laughs> Dude, we should get like a John Madden camper van or like you know like a roadie van and and right. just drive right. to Chicago. <laughs> oh. We get Hermanson on the. We get uh, we got Hermanson in there. Yeah, we got Bice. We we get like six, seven dudes here locally, and we'll just we'll do it old John Madden style. We'll go cross country and get stop at all the good shop. eateries. Hit up card shops as we go. God, this trip just got expensive. Yeah, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, no, but yeah, we'll just all all uh, camp out in a B and B on Steph's dime. Well, I mean that's what we're doing this year. Yeah, I like it. Smart idea. Well, guys, we uh, we want to stand to that ninety minutes. You know, we we're Uncle Rory, Uncle Rich's uh, hour, so uh, we will figure this out. But, fellas, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to our show and participating. We appreciate it, and uh, we will see you next week. Uh, remember, you can always find Ben at our trading cards. You can always find J- Steph at Junk Wax Twins. Uh, me, Tim Shepler at Big Shep seventy nine, and we're live every Wednesday here on YouTube at 8 p.m. Pacific, 10 Central, and take a look at all of our reviews. We'll tweet those out, too, and uh, keep listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks again. Yep.